Welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International Student Podcast for the Creative Curious. I am your host, Lucia Chavez. I am delighted to have everybody back for another episode of Welcome the Art Podcast. For today's podcast, we're going to be talking a little bit about stolen Mayan art. But let us welcome our special guest for this episode, the directors of the National Museum of Medellin, Ediana Ritola and Michelangelo Converso. Great to be Hello. here, guys. Thank you for having me. All right, then. Perfect. Before we begin, let me give you some little backstory as to what Mayan culture is. So, the Mayan civilizations are also known as the pre-Columbian civilizations. That's also like the pre-colonized. This is because they were developed long before Christopher Columbus first voyaged to the Americans in 1492. Three of these like pre-Columbian civilizations were the Mayans, the Aztecs, and the Incas. The Mayans were deeply religious and worshipped various gods related to nature, but they were mostly known for their advances in architecture, astronomy, medicine, and even math. Some of their most famous creations include the elaborate ceremonial architecture, such as pyramids, temples, palaces, observatories. You even know their calendar system. They created it. But Ayan Mart is like likely include a lot of stone, wood, clay, and stucco sculptures and decorations. Their artists made smolding, statuettes, portraits of rulers, and much more. They created exquisite carvings and jewelry made from wood, obsidian, jade, bone, shells, and stone. Like, it was impressive. Their artwork was top-notched, and they created everything out of stone, with their own artifacts and everything. But... You don't want to hear about me talking about this. Let's hear the experts, the directors of the museum, and with their own special pre-Columbian collection coming our way. You guys, talk about, let us know a bit about what this whole Mayan culture is. You know, you touched on it perfectly, right? Pre-Columbian art, in essence, is just artsy stuff made by indigenous peoples of the Americas before the Europeans came and settled, right? But in particular, I would like to talk about the Mayan culture. Now the Mayan culture, they were a cool bunch of people, right? Who lived in places like Mexico, Guatemala, Belize, and other parts of Central America. These people were all about temples and fancy writings called glyphs and being really smart. Their civilization had a long history with different periods. Um, most importantly though, they had these really cool city-states and traded a lot. Cities like Tikal and Kalamul were major rivals, yet this didn't stop them from being bossed around. Now, as things got messy with the introduction of the European populations, there was still this sort of awe, even among European settlements, with the Mayan culture. Now, I would like to throw it to my expert, um, who really has a specialization in talking about Mayan culture and how it relates to American studies. Thank you, Eliana. Uh, first, I would like to say that 
Pre-Mayan cultures in America, Mesoamerica, they exhibited diverse artistic impressions and they laid the foundation for not, not only layer Mayan art, but also art worldwide. Uh, Mayan art was kind of uh, the top of the top. So every time in the future when anyone was trying to make art, they would also look back at Mayan art and try to look up to them and make sculptures, pottery and paintings with themes like gods, nature, and rituals. They use these symbols and stylist figures to represent people, animals. Uh, early art from the Mayans really influenced um, the later art, showing the rich culture, heritage of the region, uh, their iconography, their techniques of art were really impressing during those times and even in the future compared to what we have now. Uh, one of the civilizations that really got their art from them was the Olmec, the Zapotec, Teotihuacan, and many more. Really, really impressive. Like Mayans were like super futuristic and I'll give it to them. Like everything they made was beautiful and so naturally made. And it's impressive of how many gods they have and how they worshiped and just a beautiful culture and all. But Let's get into the juicy stuff. You guys know that I love going in deep with all, all of my episodes. So today, I was just let know that these gentlemen had just been offered the opportunity to purchase an important Mayan sculpture for their museum, their museum's pre-Columbian collection. However, Ensels have just announced that the sculpture was stolen and smuggled into the country. I would like of one of you gentlemen to tell me about this artwork because for it to be stolen, taken away out of the country, getting involved with the FBI and all this stuff, crazy. Just tell me, where's it from? How was it even discovered? So that is a great question. There has been buzz lately um, about our discovery of a certain piece of modern artifact, as you would say that has left the art world in shambles. Now, before I let my colleague get into, you know, all the negative stuff surrounding that artwork, I would like to first discuss this discovery. Now, upon an expedition of one of our junior associates, there was a site located near the ruins of one of these ziggurat temples. Now, buried, I would say, approximately 50 miles northeast of one of these temples was a burial site. And in that burial site, buried underneath was a stone slab. Now, this stone slab was not an ordinary stone slab. This stone slab was created by Halik Yunik, which means leader or ruler of the Mayan people. Now, this stone slab while well, you can say represented a godlike type of spirituality, which you know their artwork is known for, it also represented the everyday life of a ruler with its people. Now, this stone is really some amazing stuff. You know, it has some basic elements that a stone would have, but it's encrusted mm -hmm. with all type of gold and other materials. And once you just see this, you'll you'll know it's worth every penny. But mm -hmm. Um, along with treasure comes with, you know, the negative aspect of people trying to take that treasure for themselves. 
Now I would like to have my colleague expand on that. Yeah, Arian, thank you. Um, this piece of stone, which was highly valuable, is highly valuable, highly requested, and it was uh, at the archaeological site. It was the point of many thieves, of many people trying to steal it, make profit from it. Um, so before it came to our hands, was we were told that it was stolen because it was a, a thief was infiltrated in the archaeological site and liberated the stone from its dressing place. Uh, it's reported that he left no trace behind and that now the piece is being selling off market at a much higher price than before, which to us, it was really sad to hear, but uh, we're here to discuss and we're here to maybe come to, up to the point of buying this piece of stone since it's a, a very rich in value and it's very important to us. Oh my uh, God. And I'm really sorry, but I know this is like classified information, but could you reveal your seller? Or is this just like too much? Uh, no, to be honest, I can't reveal who is selling it to us as we wouldn't want the authorities to come in and maybe take it from us since even though it is stolen and we're dealing with criminals, our end goal is to receive the stone and put it in our own collection. But we can't reveal who the thief is and we ourselves don't know who it is. We're talking to people, we have contacts who can get us to him, but we directly don't know who he is and how he got it into the country. Wow. And do you know where, where the like the sculpture is coming from, where the art piece is coming from? Like, no, have you have trackers we, in it? We don't have information on that. All we know is that it came from the archaeological site, uh, that it was at a resting place and that it was up for sale up until it was stolen. Oh my god. Like, you guys are brave for all of this. This should make, like, a movie for this. Like, this this does not, should not happen in real life. But, like, are you guys work trying to, like, get involved with, like, the police to, like, form an investigation? Or are you gonna, like, try to keep it on private matters between you and, like, all the, like, the museums around the world? So, of course, there are risks, right, with any type of artwork. Um, whether what you purchase isn't exactly what it is claimed to be, right? It's a forgery. Mm -hmm. um, or what you purchase, you know, ends up being damaged on transport. Whether, you know, whatever you purchase didn't have as much as, of an attraction to your guest as you would have hoped. There's a, there's a whole bunch of risks, risks associated um, with collecting these type of artworks and you know it's calculated right and we like to take those risks because we know what bringing valuable irreplaceable art to the masses what it what it truly means right because art isn't just a piece of paper it isn't just a slab of stone right it's so much more um absolutely so it's a of piece course of gonna history. Be it's a piece of history so if you guys and no other museum directors purchase such a precious piece like this one and they do not preserve it correctly, like, would it be destroyed? Would it be gone? Vanished? So if it isn't taken care of correctly, right, you can always have um, a type of eroding. So what's really special about the slab of stone was it was located in a burial, in a burial site. 
And in this soil, for some, we've had our researchers try and discover, you know, a reasoning or a cause to this. The stone didn't break apart. It didn't deteriorate for some reason, right? Mm -hmm. And that just speaks to the volume of how irreplaceable this object is. And stuff like that usually happens, you know, erosion, um, breaking apart of materials, of paint. Um, that's all natural processes that you can never really avoid in the art world, but you can take precautions to prevent that from happening. And that's what we're trying to do with this slap of stone before these criminals, you know, decided to do what they did. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Also, I would like to point out that even though we don't know what these criminals could do to the stone, we we know for sure that we can't leave it up to them, the fate of the stone, because for us, and even for cult man culture and for museums, this is a very valuable piece. And also, we know that if we can't get our hands into it, we shouldn't let them keep it. But what we do know also is that the stone is in very good condition, which also speaks to the importance of it, because the thieves who stole it made sure that it was in great condition. And this also tells us that they want us to buy it from them. We don't think their intentions is to be for the stone to be destroyed. So that's good news. And and stolen artworks is, you know, never new. Right. Because during World War Two, the Nazi systematically looted art from Jews and others in occupied countries. Oh, while, yeah. some of, while some of the stolen art was recovered by the Allies, thousands of valuable pieces remain missing or unreturned. And even efforts have been made to locate and return Nazi looted art to its rightful owners. But again, they've amassed a vast collection of artwork, storing it across Germany. And after the war, the Allies found stolen artworks in repositories throughout Germany and Austria. Around 700,000 pieces were identified and returned to their home countries. But many never even found their way back home to its original owners. And that's the problem with stolen art and smuggling right there. The people that are affected are the families that have taken care of these pieces of artworks for generations. And having it all stripped away in a matter of seconds is just, you know, unexplainable. I'm out of words. Like, I knew you guys were experts, but wow, this is this is a big deal. And especially I know this is like kind of a touchy subject because this piece of art is just not from like the Mayan culture. It's part of your country, part of your roots. So I would understand this. This is like very delicate situations. Yeah. Um, and I mean, are you guys willing to take that risk? Willing to like be with thieves? Like you guys are risking your lives trying to get this piece back. Are you guys willing to pay millions over it? Because what I've tried to research is thousands of pieces of artwork are stolen each year. And this time it was from you. What is it like? Are yeah, you guys planning on breaking the law? in order to get this back are you like encouraging the pillaging of artworks or are you gonna let the work be forever lost to the world yeah i would like to point out that we're making our utmost uh, efforts to recover this i don't think we're planning on breaking the law to recover it as we're trying to get it directly from the person who stole it even though we're not breaking the law. We're not planning on cooperating or making deals with 
international entities since we're trying to keep it for us and put it in our own collection mainly because uh it has many positive impacts towards our community our collection for example the historical preservation um since mayan art is very old and it's it flourished in mesoamerica from around the 2000 bc uh for us here it's really important to recover valuable mayan art and preserve and protect cultural heritage for future generations to look back and recognize what it was like before. Also, uh, for tourism and our own economy, uh, the recovery of this art can help strengthen the cultural identity. Uh, it can also lead to ancient civilization tourists to come and see artistic achievements. It can lead to new museums, exhibitions, cultural sites. It can contribute to the local economy since where we place this stone in our own museum, it would bring a lot of tourists here. It would help the locals, uh, local businesses, small businesses, development of infrastructure, et cetera, et cetera. So this is why it's really important for us to recover it back and also for deeper knowledge and deeper research into this specific stone for us to understand even more and analyze the artifact to gain a deeper understanding of Mayan culture, religion, social structure, and daily life. In general, in every aspect, it is important for us to recover this stone, either by breaking the law, but either by cooperating with international entities, it is very important to us to recover it. Absolutely. Very well said. I, mean, I really hope I'm not incriminating you guys like by saying all this stuff, but it is impressive. Um, not gonna lie, this episode ended up being like one of my most interesting ones. I'm not surprised I'm gonna get all these views out of this. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Would you guys like have any advice for those curious art podcast followers of mine? Um, I would just say to, you know, do your research, right? Um, just like we had to do research to uncover this value valuable uh, object it's you have to take it upon yourself to really appreciate art and learn about it right because just looking at it you may feel one way but just learning the history about it and learning about the impact it's had you know on other people specifically it takes it to a whole new level and that's really why I love art right because it's so much more than just a canvas it's about the community impact that we can have and you know as you as my fellow expert talked about our collection, we're trying to grow that collection. And the more that we grow that collection, the more impact that we can have on our community. Um, and that's really how I see it. Wow. Yeah, and also I would like to point out that we should always ask for help for our from our community. Since nowadays we're living more and more in the online world, I feel like the culture of appreciating art, of getting to research and getting to want to know more about art and cultures from the past i feel like that culture is kind of being lost and we should really really seek help from the younger and younger generations to make them not just want to know more about these cultures but also themselves want to take a deep deeper dive into all of these cultures and want to know more about art because it is really important for not only this generation, but 
all the ones that are going to come up and and you know learn more about the past yeah well to my fellow followers i mean if you see something say something and i feel like you guys are gonna have a lot of visitors now out there in medellin with all this like art collection you guys have like would you like to like let them know a bit about their your pre-columbian collection yeah uh we welcome everyone right um we do have other pre-columbian pieces um aside from the stone of slab that we're trying to you know recover um we do have an amulet worn by one of the leaders uh, of a certain tribe a mayan tribe um we have a fabled El Dorado coin. Now, a lot of you may say El Dorado never existed. And while it may not very well be from the city of gold, there is a lot of historical evidence to point to something of that nature with this coin. Now, it's a really valuable piece and, you know, we love to have it in our collection. Um, lastly, we have pottery made by um, Mayan cultures, which was a big thing, right? That's how they lived. That's how they operated. Um, so just to have that is, you know, indicative of the type of life they were living. And we're proud to to have that type of culture in our museum. Um, and yeah. Absolutely. I mean, sign me up. Like, you're going to see me soon over there in Colombia. <laughs> we welcome it. Come right away. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ariana Ritola and Michelangelo Converso. This was one of like the best podcasts I've ever had. This is so interesting. Whenever you, they make a movie out of this, please guys invite me to the red carpet. I mean, I truly appreciate it. And for the thank rest- you, Thank you so much concludes... for having us. No, no worries, no worries. For the rest, this concludes our Exploring Art Podcast. So remember, subscribe to Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you- get your podcast thank you so much for listening please jo join us soon and remember stay curious <laughs>